Go, you're on. Oh, that means we're on. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Fatty McGee's here on Connect Quad Avenue, Islip Terrace, New York. For the, uh, I don't know what annual fundraiser is this for the Suffolk County officials. Fourth annual fundraiser. And look at the crowd in this place. It's got nothing to do with the NCAA championships here in a bar, but look at the crowd. The fourth annual Suffolk County Drill Officials fundraiser here at Fatty McGee's. I'd like to welcome in Scott Rice. Welcome, Scott. Hey, everybody. How's it going? And Lenny Gombert, who's working the machine over here. Good evening, race fans. Of course, Fred Bensavanga, our producer, working the big stuff behind us. The engineer. So we got a, we got a delightful show for everybody here tonight. I don't know huh. if anybody out there in racing land is listening to us across this great state of New York. That well, it's we exciting, in. guys. We're into 2017, and, uh, you know, the officials from Suffolk uh, running this fundraiser, but we're all looking forward to the racing. And it's finally stopped snowing. No, no, it snowed before. Actually, no, it was snowing before. <laughs> it may be, maybe a coating to two inches, right? So, hey, we could be worse. We hey, could yesterday be, we could they be Copenhagen. Yesterday <laughs> they were saying two to four. Yeah, so we're just waiting on a mic here. We're going to get a little introduction from the president of the Suffolk County Drill Officials, who has everybody gathered here tonight. Uh, so, guys, we have uh, we have uh, some interesting topics to look forward to tonight. We're going to talk a little bit about what happened last year. We're going to look ahead a little bit. We're going to talk about some of the arguments people have had over the last few years and this and that. Lenny's going to order from the bar menu. I'm no, hungry. I just I'm wanted hungry to give too. a shout-out to Fatties and all the great wings and, and the other food they have here. And, again, we thank Eric for, for hosting. Absolutely. Yes, thank you, Eric. Absolutely. Number one racing bar I was about in New York. To say that. I was about to say that. You are correct. All right. Well, we'll be getting the uh, the wireless working. We were th- thinking about having a couple of guests tonight, but if the wireless isn't working, that might not be happening. All right. We, 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 oh, just a little a bit, uh, little, little technical difficulties right now, but uh, we're going to work. We're going to push through them. With a shake of the head, A-Rock is giving me the... Thumbs up. Looks but like um, seeing, seeing a lot of people starting to walk into the door, door yeah. now. I see uh, Derek and Gary and uh, Bobby Miller's here. And Close. The drivers are here. Hey, well, I mean, $20 it to get It is the weekend in, in East Islip. It is the weekend. I don't see Jay. No. Jay should be coming in anytime. Jay right? should be rolling in soon. He's not usually a Saturday guy, I don't think. Uh, it's always Friday night. Oh, is, Sunday. It's the big night. Yeah, Sunday, Sunday yep. Again, okay. if you're anywhere near East Islip, come on down to Fatty McGee's right on Connecticut Avenue. It's twenty dollars to get in. Twenty dollars to get in. Two hours of uh, enjoying beverages and talking racing with you. What your do friends? you get for that twenty bucks? Where, where is Connecticut? What? I'm just wondering. It's Connecticut. I, I didn't say that. It is. Um, <laughs> he's a North Shore guy. <laughs> My wife grew up off of Connecticut. Thank you. Thank you. He's from St. James. It's right next to Henrietta. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's easier to get to Henrietta than in St. James. You ever try to go to St. James oh. from South Shore? Yes. Mike Marrett tells a good story. Ask him. He said they were taking him there one night. I think Tansy was taking him into. Jesus Christ, what are we going to drive into the water? Yeah. We just keep going it's north forever. and going and going. Headed to Harbor. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Headed to Harbor. All right, it's not St. James. Headed to Harbor. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we'd like to welcome in the president of the uh, Suffolk Drill officials, Mr. Anthony Rocamadato. Welcome, Anthony. What's going on here tonight? Yeah, you got to turn that mic on. Oh, oh, no, oh, no. no. See, we got more difficulty. Hold on. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Yep. All right. We're working on uh, Fred technical Fred will be back. issues. Maybe we should talk to Anthony at the end of the night. It'll work. Everything will be working fine. He can give the closing. So, down. everybody, hey, if you had Villanova, let me just say, your pool has been ruined. Why, why you got to pick on the Wildcats like um, that? Yeah, well. Northwestern North right. didn't look too good before either. Yeah. 
Okay. At least they're a Wildcat that still participates. Let's oh. go over to A-Rock. So what's going on here tonight? Not too much, Paul. Thank you. Uh, before we get started, I just want to thank you guys for coming down and, you know, giving us your time for tonight and taking time away for your families and Fred and uh, Vice President Murphy for setting this up for us. Again, thanks for coming down and spending the night with us. Appreciate it. And what, what, what do you guys, I mean, where does this money go? What, what kind of things do the officials have to outlay for money? I mean, all the time, well, everybody needs a little bit of money. So what, what's the outlay for the officials like? It's, it's not really a lot for us. You know, we do our big barbecue at the end of the year for the guys. Um, which is a great time, by the way. Losing you. All right, Damn Anthony, it. We're going to work on Anthony's microphone. But you know, Paul Correct. Anthony said right away, he was thanking us yeah. for being here and taking our time. How about us thanking the white shirts that come out all of these Saturdays year yeah. after year for no pay, folks, yeah, and uh, put in their time for us. Tell me about it. I think the battery's dead here, guys. When you think about... When you think about Things that are going on in the drill team world, and you can talk about racing getting better, getting worse. You know, people remember whatever it is. We can do none of this without the officials, and and the, we can talk about this right now if you want to. The lack of officials. If there's anybody out there who would like to join an official association, whether it's for the old fest, from the juniors, Nassau, Suffolk, Upstate, yeah. Northern, Western. Anthony, man, tell us how they get involved. We are in need for well, officials. Again, we, we do the best we can on a Suffolk County level of going to the meetings and telling guys, drill team guys, to go back to the firehouse and ask whoever wants to be an official. We just got one new member this year, a real young guy, Tommy Driver, is going to join. Youngster. <laughs> he's going to join the crew with us. Uh, whatever he does is obviously going to be helpful because Tommy's a uh, knowledgeable guy, been in the sport for many years. But um, like like you guys said, come on down, help us out. You know, get a letter from your chief, and uh, the county will take it from there. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, because we we've seen over the years, and this you know we always joke about the parade side of this, but parade officials as well. I mean, they are so lacking for, for parade officials these days. Not that there's many parades left, but the officiating side of it, you know, it's very rarely does people recognize how important that aspect of what the day is. I, think I mean, we, Anthony, you can talk about it. I mean, uh, you see Anthony hustle up and down like crazy. He probably loses a pound or two. He's always running up and down that thing. You always see him yeah. jogging down the course and just uh, taking care of business. It's just... Just the way I pro- approach business, you know. I did it when I was on a track racing for 20 years, and I kind of came into this part of the game the same way, same aspect, the same mindset of, you know, approach it seriously. You know, give everything you have for the day. You're there. You may as well work as hard as you can, and you know, whatever happens, happens. And just like a regular team, the commitment is almost year long now. I mean, you guys have meetings all winter, and now with the timing trucks that are going upstate, you know, we're really in the process. And we started this process how many years ago, Scott, when we got the new timing equipment that we're really in a huge evolution, a changeover of what's going on to be able to keep track of what we do. And the equipment we use, the time of trucks, we're now still going through that. People don't realize that things evolve nonstop still. Always. They're, they're always, everything's always changing in technology. Hey, they always say technology is, what, six months and it's, it's out of date. So we always have to keep keep updating our stuff, make sure, keep, keep aware that our stuff is all uh, working, and uh, that's what we're going to do um, in, on Albany. The, on, in Albany on the 23rd. 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 Um, so we'll be meeting there in Albany, and we're going to be having the trucks there and the time and equipment to set it up and uh, make sure everything's working and, so we have a great season. And this isn't NASCAR. We're not doing it with millions of dollars in the bank no. to be able to support whatever the change is. We're doing it on a shoestring budget. And trying to make the best accommodations to change as we can. And, you know, the more of us sitting here happen to all be from Suffolk, and this is a Suffolk official event, but all of the areas need to help. Nassau, Northern, Western. Yes, yes. I mean, if you're listening, folks, come on out, help, get more involved in the sport, 
and enjoy the brotherhood that goes along with it as well. Yeah, it, it, it stems from our state board also who, who, who initiates, you know, making sure we have all the things in the right places. You know, we had some minor, minor problems last year at the state drill from uh, working with the upstate areas, what we're trying to rectify now. Um, hopefully that will be taken care of in April at the meetings and the uh, inspections with the timing trucks. But like you said, um, it, it takes a lot of time. You guys all know that. You've been through the system for many years. Um, we're doing as much work as we possibly can, and I think Suffolk County's on board big time right now. Like I said, we're organized with our meetings. We're having our quarterly meetings seasonal, seasonably, so uh, everything's working out pretty well right now. Yeah, and, you know, these things that happen, like when you're saying last year, whatever it is, we always try to stay on top of, okay, how can we rectify that? How can we correct that? And as you said, with the help of the state and all the areas chipping in and everything like else, things will be rectified. But it's always going to be something. You know, that's the saying. It's always something. Something always comes up. Always, but always. It's always, it's always the forethought and, and the people looking ahead and, and, the, and the foresight that we're able to go and rectify the problems as fast as we can. So it's equal for everybody. Everybody has the same shot during the competition as anybody else. That's right. Right? And the fact that we're not going backwards in technology or at and least staying static. These officials, folks, you know, they're, again, they're putting in more time on the track than most of the drill teams themselves. They're out there six, seven, eight hours a day in the sun. Yeah. Yeah, the, 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 the host committee is is taking care of them with burgers and dogs or whatever, but, I mean, they're putting in a lot of time. They have to keep up on the rules. They have to be impartial. Anthony, talk about being impartial. I mean, it's a requirement, but it can't be that easy. It's, 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 um, it's as easy as you make it. Like I said, when I came into officiating, um, that's one thing I said to myself. I'm going to be as fair as I possibly can, and I, I think I've I've done that, especially to my team. You know, um, I've been involved with throwing them out of state tournaments. You know, whether they matter to me or Why not. Why are you smiling? <laughs> Kevin's not going to like that you're smiling right now. <laughs> well, it's, it's just how I play the game. You play it as fair as I possibly can, and uh, I think that's the only way to approach it. It's appreciated by all the teams. Uh, I'm sure I speak for them. Uh, they really do uh, thank you guys. What well, can be a thankless job, but we appreciate it. And it is. Not and a problem. It's, and um, it's easy, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to forget that the guys are out there competing, they're having fun. Sometimes it's not so fun for the officials. <laughs> I've been there. I know. It's. It's sometimes it's not so fun, and they have to. They have a big burden that they put on their shoulders, and they carry it, and, and they carry it, and they carry it well. And uh, especially our, especially our Suffolk officials. To me, I think they're the best. Yeah, you hit the nail right on the head, Scott. You get those days that it's smooth. You know, four and a half, five hours, you're done. You're having some cocktails afterwards, but then you get those days that you run into it is problem after problem. And you got teams. Chewing on your ear, saying why this happened, why yeah. that happened, and making a tough call. It, it gets stressful. Do you, do, do you find that the chewing on the ear gets more intense as we go through the summer oh, towards the big that's day? Of course. <laughs> you know, you just you look at the problem we had in CI last year. You know, it, it got pretty intense out there with the rain and the whole new motor pump sweeping rule, and you know, it was like the perfect storm in motor pump. Yep. You know, it, it it was very frustrating, very frustrating. But just like other things, we hope we rectify that this year over over the winter. Yeah. You know, the rules committee, which from all the areas does a phenomenal job getting together and all those other things. You know, you rectify these problems. It's one of those things where, like, you know, during the season, you'd be surprised how many people write down things we need to talk about. Guys that have been on the rules committee, the Kevin Connells, the Jay Skidmore's, you know, Michael Maris, and, and, and from all over the state. That, oh, don't forget, over the, over the winter, right. we need to talk about this. And when the rules committee, people might not realize, get together, we all go upstate and meet in Albany two, three times a year, maybe four times right. a year. So when the next summer comes around... Once again, we have the, the levelest playing field we could have for everybody. And it's great that those guys take that minute or two during the day to, to write that little footnote down. So yep. when the winter comes, we know what we're talking about. Yep. And, you know, when you guys are up there, you know, all right, we rehash. Bring and you it know up exactly and we go through it all. Absolutely. 
Ah, you know, I always, I always, sorry, I, I've always found that the uh, one of the biggest problems is because it was such a large group, is just communicating, getting everybody on the same page to do the same thing, and getting everybody to do their jobs and uh, um, never and, easy and do what they got to do. It's not easy. It never is. And, uh, you know, we, we do it pretty well. Yeah. Um, so, yes, Anthony, thank you yes, again good. for always, uh, you know, being there for the, the officials and for the, the racing guys. That's for sure. No problem, guys. Thank you. Keep up the great work and right, uh, see you soon. Thank Enjoy you. your night. Pick my number. <laughs> All right. So, I thought we'd do a little review first and then we'll bring in, uh, unless they're in a rush. No, no. I'm just All right. giving you the. So, if we want to take a look back. Let's just take a little bit look back at last year. Um, what stands out for you, Lenny, if something you remember happening last year? Is there anything that really sticks in your mind? You know, our thoughts, uh, my thoughts anyway, typically go to the big one for the state drill. And um, specifically um, watching teams, again, more specifically, from Western making a lot of noise, Point Pleasant, Henrietta, uh, some of those uh, ladder, Be ladder. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, that's, that's probably the biggest thing and uh, what gave me chills. Uh, Paul, you've probably heard me say it a lot. Scott, you may have heard me say it. Every drill, it seems like we see something we haven't really seen before, but a state drill to have those teams make that impact really sticks with me. And in the western area, at Main Transit. Oh, yeah, in their backyard. Yep. the whole thing, and I the thought. the fans going crazy. Going crazy. Yep. I, I, I agree with you. I mean, Point Pleasant comes out of three men with three points. And then you head to B ladder, and you know, and even with West Hempstead's 5:23, and then you know, then point runs to 27, and you, and now you're, you're the, the fans are going oh, crazy, going but you still got Henrietta to come up, and then they run the 24. It's like even it's unbelievable. I mean, couldn't ask more. But at the end of the day, you're right because it isn't just point and and Henrietta that that we, we, people kind of assumed or thought that point and Henrietta could be in the mix for the day. Right, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and and, and they and With they ended up to go, actually yeah. being in the mix they were in for the top play. five at the end of the day. But you also had uh, uh, Spencer Port, who's been pretty much been on a been on a lull or a down lately. Mm-hmm. Scoring in the state drill has got to be huge for their and their Main Transit scored as well. And Main Transit scoring. Yep. So yeah, I, I so agree. That, with you. that stuck with me. And and again, I like and, and you're right because it was in their backyard. I like seeing a lot of different teams scoring a state drill. Many teams uh, hopefully have support. They've got family. They've got friends in the stands that are investing the time to cheer on their friends, family, heroes, whatever you want to call it. When they see their team score, there's just nothing better. 19 nothing teams. Better. Yeah. 19 teams. Uh, like anybody is, looked at it? Is up? this 1966? What is, is that it? a record? Yeah. I, I mean, well, I don't know the record. for the amount of it's, teams. It's, it's got to be. Figure, 40, I think we did a 40% of the team scored a point. I got I gotta. No, 19's got to be almost half. It's got to be more than 40. 40% is almost It's got to be more than 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Not that close, Lenny. Don't get crazy. <laughs> anyway, it was a large percentage. Gives a lot of the fans something to cheer about. And, uh, yep. So Scott, that's what anything stuck with else that, that stuck with you? No, nah, I definitely felt like uh, B-Ladder and Motor Pumper uh, was just a... Uh, Back in business. That's crazy. Yeah, it was, uh, that was pretty crazy, on uh, especially on West Abel's part, coming down and, and uh, running that run that they had to run. At, at the uh, state drill. At the state drill. Yeah, at that yeah. point, yeah. Basically puts it away, except for yeah. Northland. He had the, had the had a shot if they could win the uh, bucket mathematically, contest. Mathematically, mathematically, they were still in it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I mean, and you could see it on their faces, relief 
I mean, last year, if you want to just take a look back, West Sable comes out of the gate scoring 37 points. 37. At the Lindenhurst invite. And then think about the tribute, the trials and tribulations that the Dutch go through throughout the year. Right. Losing Michael, losing Billy, losing losing. Uh, Listen, losing Michael is uh, oh, huge, huge. Is, is 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 losing your player, but, right? Uh, but then they lose. They don't just lose those two. They lose. They lose Joe Quentin. Joe Quentin. What is this? No respect. He doesn't even call him. No, I'm, I'm losing off the top of my head. Folks, he's just shaking his wrists like Joe Quentin to, to the same injury as with Michael. Yeah, has. which is insane. Which is it's like a little crazy in itself. So a little bit of a parallel. Guys. But you got to also realize that sometimes, you know, you get you get an injury and everybody rallies. I was going to say. Sometimes it's you know not better. I'm not saying better. Obviously, it's not better, but it's um, cohesive. You get a little cohesion. Yeah, just guys step yeah. up. Everybody just rallies Rally, to each other. Word, side, you know? But I'm saying, can you parallel the West Sable Flying Dutchman to the New England Patriots? Team that's been dominant, has the knowledge, has the superstar, loses the superstar for a while. Other people step up. They still fare well without the big guy mm-hmm. and then get all together and, and go and win it again. I mean, you could. I well, guess. you're a Jet fan. You don't want to no, even think about the Patriots. I know that. <laughs> but I see a little parallel there. So let's take a look at uh, last year. I mean, let's just, let's just run around the state for a second. Before, go ahead, go. Just, go, just go, before go. you do that, but to, with Lenny, just back to that a little bit. You know, you have a longer season there. You know, you, you, you get an injury that takes six weeks out of you. Your, your season's over yeah. almost, you know. It's, so to, to, for two people... To come back from almost the identical injuries and win a state drill within four or five weeks or whatever yeah. it is, I, I don't know. I think it's I think it's pretty That's good. A tribute pretty to damn West good. Sable, and we yeah. we and uh, take our hats off to them a lot, and, and, and we're doing yeah. it again this year. Absolutely, absolutely. So we we'll just uh, just a little run around the state for, from last year. Just was coming into this year. Last year, Great Bend is your Northern New York champion in total points. And uh, another close battle between them and, and Copenhagen, but word on the street is maybe Great Ben might be down a couple guys this year. Oh, yeah. And uh, so that's another battle that could be interesting, heating up a little bit. I uh, heard maybe that the Norfolk Snails might, might be making their way back to uh, playing, so we'll see if they can add them to the list of teams that could be going out there each week in Northern. You know, Paul, you talk about close. I mean, that was what I, I'm looking at. Uh Total points here, I think. Northern total points. This is showing Louisville at 23. No, Great yeah. Bend at 22 and a half. And Ellsbury no. at 22. That's off the website. No, no. you you got to scroll over, Len. Okay. That's like three contests worth. Okay. All right. No, I, I think... Uh, have their own thing? My no, bad. no, no. It's just... We, we, you know what it is? In Northern, they run like 17 contests sometimes. Okay. So I might so be looking at... The score sheet goes way across all the right, spreadsheet. All right. I didn't... Wa- all right. And... My bad. Actually, I think I think Great Bend ends up winning by 16 points. I thought they won. Okay. Over Copenhagen, 216 and a half, 201 and a half. But let, let, let's just say this for a second: Ellesmere scores 161 points. They don't have a Citra. And <laughs> when you think about all the points you lose without the Citra, I mean, you could run Nordos replacement, but the other teams are running with a Citra. You're not running Cladi, you're not running Citra. I mean, it's not a ton, but if you add that up over the course of a year. I mean, you're already out. How many drills did they have last year in Northern? Maybe five. Right, five that counted for Northern points. Fifty points. That's no, 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 well, it's it, it's fifty points. Yeah. And they right. they're, they're at they're at one sixty. Given for the hell of it, they win them all. 
because they're a pretty talented team. Right. Now you're at 210, and you're in the mix for the championship of the northern area, you know. So Ellesmere always is one of those teams that can, in the northern area, play a spoiler and everything like that. But So the message is, Ellesmere, go get a sea truck. They're talented. <laughs> they're talented. Those that guys are talented. They're not they're a young group. Area not the youngest group. You know, that Which is not area has wrong some about uh, nice talent there, you know. It's Absolutely. So let's go over to Western. Lenny, you talked about Western a little bit. Uh, we talked about that state drill. But Point Pleasant, I think, for what, the second? Is it second year row? First, they, they're the, were they the overall point champs, I believe? Oh, no, you had Henrietta again. Henrietta won the overall Henrietta's point championship? has got a little run going right now. Look that up. I think they're three or four years in a row now. Yeah. You're right. Look at that. One third. That's a close one. Yes. But it's... No, no, it's wrong. Point Pleasant's 143. Point Pleasant wins the, ca- the, the total point championship. All right, so it's the Henrietta comes in second, and Main Transit's right there coming in third. Main Transit, which was the team for a little while, took a little step down. Henrietta jumps up. But you could see that Point Pleasant team, right? Young group of guys. I said it last year, not this year, not 16, but 15, when I saw them in the state tournament. They freaking run hard. There is, you can't find too many teams that run harder. Well, again, passing the eye test, and you can see a bunch of teams, like you said, from Western, passing the eye test these days. I mean, you guys uh, haven't been around quite as long as me, but darn close. And there were times where you said some of these upstate uh, areas weren't quite as competitive for different reasons. Now, they're right there. They really Absolutely. are right there. I definitely think that they, uh, they've come a long way in the last few years. Um, Personnel-wise, uh, equipment-wise, I think uh, I don't know. I think they're right there, man. I really well, I do. think they've always had the equipment, and I, like I said, I might have said this on the radio a bunch of times. I had this conversation with Mike Megan and Scott Megan in, in, in this bar, uh, amongst other places. I always didn't think they could win the state tournament, even when they had Johnny Short and all these guys, just because you didn't have to run that run every time of every tournament. When, you know, they could run a, all of a sudden pop out a 15 and see, oh, it could be four points, you win the tournament. You didn't have to run a 12-5 every week, you know. And we can all, I'm not going to belabor the point, we can have these differences or anything like that. Right. But the way racing is today, I think both of those teams have positioned themselves, Henrietta right now in Point Pleasant, to be in the conversation for top five when you go to a state drill. Equipment-wise, talent-wise, I think, to me, Josh Marshall, MVP, the last two state tournaments. Guy's ridiculous. Seriously. I'm a huge fan. <laughs> he knows that. Uh, I talk to him a lot. You know, we text each other, whatever, uh, every now and then. And uh, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of him. I'm a, bu- a huge fan of his heart. Um, but I'm a, I'm, I'm a fan of uh, Point Pleasant also. I mean, I love the way they're racing right I now. I love how they race. You know, uh, they're together. They know what they're doing. They they know it. They know how to do it. And that's that's... Listen, 90% of racing is knowing how to do mm-hmm. it. You know, for it, you us know. for us downstaters from Nassau and Suffolk, it's fun and we anticipate getting to see that. I mean, you know, to see them at the state drill or sometimes, again, you guys go up to Northern, sometimes to Deerfield. But seeing those teams, it's exciting to go watch them. Absolutely. And, and you gotta you got to really appreciate the rivalry, you know what I'm saying? There's rivalries all over racing. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, and you, some are spoken, some are unspoken, but there are rivalries, whether individual or mostly team rivalries, all over racing. Redskins, Wolves, huge rivalry back in the 50s, right? 
now. You know, it's not so much like that because everybody kind of gets along or whatever, but you still have that little rivalry going on. Yeah. And I think the Point Henrietta rivalry is as good as any going it, on right now. It can be. And there's a couple up in Northern I've heard about. I know you, you venture up there once in a while, but a couple teams up there that uh, really enjoy beating the other one. Oh, um, no <laughs> doubt. But like we said, <laughs> that's it's good. Like, that's it's helpful. Like and I'm sure it's everybody in Copenhagen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, smoking. <laughs> I'm only kidding around, bro. No, it's funny. I mean, you're right. That that's it definitely makes it interesting. Yeah. It, it, well, in any sport, right? It, it's just always, you need it. It's healthy. It, always it keeps does. the interest. Yeah. Absolutely, makes us want to watch. And, and, and as long as everybody at the end of the day is still yeah, friendly, sharing a beer. Yeah. when you take it when you take it too serious and you you kind of don't really like each other like yeah, each other, yeah, that's yeah. that's when it well, Very rarely does it ever get that far. I yeah. mean, it happens. It happens. Oh, I'm sure back in the day it happened. You know, and it happens. Those, it happens now once in know, a while, but. For the most part, I have to say, at the end of the day, everybody's, you know, clanking a beer and having a good, uh, good yeah, time. Yeah, it's good, it's good. So we, we did a little Northern, we did a little Western. Western, I think, for this year, I mean, you got to be looking at those two. got to be looking at Main Transit sure. and Spenceport on the way back. Um, then you take a look at took a look at Nassau County last year. I mean, West Hempstead won three tournaments, three Nassau County point drills last year. Second in the state drill. Uh-huh. Yep, and second in the state drill, absolutely. So... I don't see any change in West Hempstead going forward. Well, I mean, you I, still I, would expect them to be the the team from Nassau County. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. I think they are probably the most experienced, obviously, and and with a state drill under their uh, under their belt. Uh, but then you have then you have Port Washington. It's wait ready a second. To come up. Let's go one more step on on West Hempstead on the home course. That means something. On the that home means course. a lot. And you said you wanted to talk about that a little bit, Paul. Um, you know, yeah, whether I think it's dealing we'll with the water issues over there. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that after we run through all the right. areas. But, yeah, on their home course, I think that, yeah, really, they, true story, they jump up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> they get a, a, a little more um, a little more backing if you're, if you're a betting man to say, hey, they're on their home, cor- home course. Yep. They get a little more of a chance. Yeah, uh, I you would think, and, but, and you know what? You know where I think it helps the most. And we, uh, now we're talking about the course. We're like getting out of, out of topic here, but I think it helps them a lot in motor pump because to me that is their biggest downfall is going somewhere else on a Run really a pump. great pump track when you practice at a track that isn't. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't agree. know if you're ready for the water. If you're red, if your if your numbers on your stopwatches when you're calculating it are correct. Yeah. So and they then you are. Gotta go somewhere. So again, folks, to some of you newbies, what Paul's saying is they're at a disadvantage on pretty much every other My course. Opinion. No, I agree. Every other course out there, uh, the water in Hempstead, Hempstead being so unique, uh, and especially it affects teams in motor pump. Scott, you used to practice there. Um, you you. Race there, obviously, as we have. Uh, can you speak about that a little bit more? And at the how different it is, yeah, practicing there, running motor pump, as opposed to running a drill somewhere else. I don't want to really give away the secret. <laughs> running there, um, not at this point, anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, but they're going to pave the track. So in September, the pump will change. <laughs> Listen, motor pump there is. Uh, you get to hit it first water, and there's a little bit of a. Uh, there is a little technique to everybody to, to drive in motor pump there. And, uh, Still you don't mean you're going to be successful. No, but you've got to be diligent enough, too, because sometimes I have that problem, too. Like, even though I've ran there and I know how to run there, you get so used to running motor pump a certain way yeah. everywhere. Then you go there, and your body just takes over in the heat of the moment, and, and you, you go to the gas a little too soon. Oh, or well, you, you know, Good like, thing you weren't going to talk about it. Yeah. So, <laughs> I figured I'd throw that out there. 
No, but I think I think that actually brings everybody back to West Hempstead in that contest. Yep. And if they're in the mix at that point, they got to be pretty thrilled about it. And they can run buckets, so going into those last Absolutely. two, they're feeling really confident. Absolutely. So Just a shout-out to John Stevens, uh, the better half of our broadcast crew over the Mike and Main right. Transit. We know we got one person listening. All right, John. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, John, John does a great job. He really a lot of was. fun at the state. Let me tell you, he was really, really good. <laughs> he was good. freaking well, awesome. I'll tell you, he, yep. he just, the way he announces, I think he's he's got a good, uh, really good tone on how to do it. So No, he does a great job. And, 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 and never mind that, as he was just stating to me over text, try keeping track of those northern points when you're running all those states. Because they'll run one one week, they don't run it. Is it points, not points? You know, how do you keep track of that? He does a great job in every aspect of what he does. So kudos to John Stevens. So you, we're talking, let's go to somebody else. you got Port Washington. I mean, they've been the bridesmaids in Nassau County for a bunch of years now. Right. Right? We're talking two, three years. Port's been up and coming. Then they're there. They win a drill last year. Still the bridesmaid. Run a four. Yeah. the yes. four club. So but what, what do you hear about them this year, Can Paul, they? Can they get West Hempstead? You've, uh, you've got some friends over uh, there. I mean, have you heard anything? They got everybody back? Let's start with that. I haven't heard they didn't. Okay. So know. that's a positive. Another year of experience, and they're not, well, besides you, Dan, but they're not an old group. <laughs> but, uh, again, they, they should be as good, if not better, if they're going to go back. You know, I have old friends in, on Port Washington, Danny, you know, like, I, you, I, I know the team, you know, okay. Um, I just, I think the West Hempstead Westerners are a little bit more seasoned, um, a little more salty, um, that, that, they they know they know how to get it done, and I think I think Port Washington has a great nucleus, and 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 they're ready to turn that corner. I just don't not sure they have that same instinct as West Hempstead just yet. Well, maybe not winning a state drill. It, it doesn't no, 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 to you too. You got general. a little a confidence thing with yes. winning the state drill. Oh, but we talked about that. rivalries before. I think Port West Hempstead got a little rivalry well, going again. on, as we've seen. Oh, do they? Yeah, I oh. see. Uh, these are the things that you I don't know, really know. I understand. Oh, a little rivalry going I on. understand oh, right. what you're saying, Scott, but again, they're a year wiser. Yep. Um, a year more experienced. Now, and they, I'm not knocking They please, laid a so little bit of an egg in the state drill, which, of course. Of course, was not to their liking, but you know that should have them coming back a little bit hungrier. And yeah. let's face it, I mean, you're fortunate to keep a team together these days. So you know that window is always closing. <laughs> I mean, you want to say it's always opening, and there's other teams we're probably going to talk about. Not you're waiting only, for it to wait go forward. Not only is it only closing, but it doesn't close, I believe, faster than it does on the northwest shore of Long Island. The, the amount of money for, for someone who gets a job to be able to live up there. And we're seeing this right across the island. But, I mean, try buying a house in Port Washington or Roslyn or Manhasset. I mean, that, we can put our heads in the sand, that has as much impact on things as anything. Because unless you're still living with your mother or you're making a really good income and it's possible you're living with your friends or you're just out of college, you know, those type of things can keep you around. But after that, I mean, it's... It's expensive. Not that it's not be expensive out here, and it's making its way. But you know, c- keep a group together like that is not easy to do. I mean, I agree. I mean, you guys remember when Harry Penny, We I think we've talked about it before, probably on the radio. And, you know, when Harry Penny stood up and and, and made that statement, like, what's going on racing? I challenge you to make mm-hmm. it. And everybody came out with their opinions. Yep. Me, it's all about the economics Absolutely. of Long Island. And Long Island... 
listen, you got to have a two, you got to have a two-income family. If you don't, you struggle. And if he, if, if you don't have a two-income, that part, the, the one of those people work at two jobs. So now there goes your volunteerism, mm-hmm. right down the, right down to never mind racing. Yeah, just joining the fire service is going to be a, a tough beat. So it's it really is really I think and I think Long Island is probably worse than the rest of the state. Uh, you yeah. know I was aware of it to a point, but just listening to you guys talk started running through my brain the past state champions from the North Shore of Long Island. You got Port, you got Oyster Bay, you got St James. Who else? Who am I missing? Manhattan. Manhattan. Uh, they never won the state. No. no, they never won a state championship. West Island, no, 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 no. I mean, Riverhead's in the middle. Can't get much more in the middle. That's interesting. It's something I yeah. never go that deep into, but it's a really good point. All right, let's take a look at the rest of Nassau County. What about the third-place county point last year, North Belmore? I think if you want to look at an up-and-coming team that maybe people are overlooking a little bit, North Belmore, I think consistently came out there last year. I mean, they scored in each contest across the board. They were not the winners in any one contest in Nassau County total points last year. But consistently across the board, they ran at least 10 points or more on average for each of the uh, eight contests. I think North Belmore has the arrow pointed up right now. You know what I'm saying? I think they're one of the teams with the arrow pointed up. And are they able to make that next jump to the port to the West Hempstead? I don't know. We're going to see this year. So I, I think we talk about North Belmont. We talk about Hicksville. You talk about Manhattan. You talk about Carl Place. I mean, those teams, to me, have the arrow pointed up. What, I, I don't know about Hicksville and, and Manhattan. What do you think about Hicksville and Manhattan? Hicksville last year, they win the county points in efficiency. Everybody's been waiting for them to take that next step. They got the sea truck going. Of course, it takes great time. Talent. It takes time talent. to settle it in and everything. But I think Hicksville has the potential also. Same guys have to show up, of course. It's not easy to do. But they're another team. Hicksville, I'm just looking at the numbers, guys. Hicksville, very strong. B-ladder and efficiency, two of their strongest events. And, again, we know they've got Dougie to climb, and we know they've got the young legs and efficiency they had for years. You know, they, they're chipping away in some other races, but they got to add a few more solid races yeah. to really get up there with the big boys. Well, you think with that sea truck, once they get it dialed in, I think they're going to be able to, you know, compete with that sea truck. Oh, you the two hose events so. are, are events they really need to to put together. But if he's climbing like that in B-Ladder, you get that sea truck under control, I'm telling you, that sea ladder time's going to come right down. I agree. Totally and then you, agree. you got call place. I mean, they have the arrow pointed up. They scored in the state tournament a couple of years ago. Two races in the state. They are, I mean, talk about a group of guys. Having a group of guys. Having Sean Brody come over now be the driver. Changing the way the front end of that B truck and all these other things are going on. Putting money into the trucks. It's almost like, it's like, you know, we, this is our time. Here's our time frame, fellas. Window. Time frame, fellas. We have an opportunity. Young guys, talented guys, not yep. including you, Geddish. Talented guys, <laughs> and, and Brody is a good driver, and some money involved, and the department looks like they're supporting them. Sure does. I mean, call like place. I mean, but th- now that being said, they have to show it on the track. This is the year. Yeah. This is the year because you thought you'd make a little jump with them last year at the Scotland State Tournament. They did. It was up there. You know, some yeah. of their points come on times that aren't what you would think a regular top five time, but still they're scoring points. This is the time for them. Yeah. And I think, you know, Brody's got the mentality to do it for everything. But another team in in in, in Nassau County that I think has got the arrow pointed up. Newhead Park. Newhead Park running Are they making any strides? Crew. Are they picking up I don't anybody? know if they picked up anybody or anything. But, I mean, considering how many guys they had running last year, 
You know what I'm saying? Mixing and matching, doing all those different things. Are and they the guys combining? Lost. Are they combining with another team this year? I don't, I don't even. Uh, I haven't even heard anything. Maybe I don't know. Fred. Fred. You uh, you on board Is here? New High Park uh, combining with Garden City again this year. They are Garden City Park. Okay. All right. It so looks like, like they are. They are, are giving us the thumbs combining. up on that. So that's something that uh, we'll look forward to again. And again, we all know they have the racing knowledge over there. Oh yeah. Mike and Phil and, and the nose and, and, and these old timers that have been through many battles and can point these guys in the right direction, but it comes down to bodies sometimes. And Absolutely. obviously that's where they're in a, or a situation where they have to combine, and um, hopefully they keep it flowing and, and, again, keep that arrow going up. And then you got North Merrick. I mean, North Merrick coming out of the gate last year. There's another team very similar to Carl Place. They're, to me, North Merrick is all in. You know what I'm saying? Here's your chips. You push them all into the table. They are in like they want to play. And I'll tell you, watching a team that just came out of nowhere, you know, they've had teams in the past, but comes and steps onto the track last year, I was impressed with how they ran the races correctly. They've been listening to somebody. I yeah. thought they ran the races correctly. And sometimes had good results, sometimes didn't, but it'll only get better. I think North America is... I agree. Got Scott, good potential. Scott, we, we commented during the season. You could see the good base they had, what Paul just said, being part of it. Um, the guys just being together all the time. The uniforms. To me, I know it seems small. The uniforms. True. Everybody wearing the same I jersey. Like that. You're, you're looking sharp. The wrong guy taking with that. pride. Yeah. I was wearing the same uniform. Yeah, well, like they wasn't very no. popular. No. But, again, to me, <laughs> no. that, that shows me the unity, the togetherness. And you, right. you said, Paul, we're all in. Yeah. We're going to do this. We are a team. We're trying to learn. We're trying to get better. And yep. we saw some good things in North America last I year. So. That's a team I'm excited to keep my eye and, on. And, and if you're in the group or whatever, over the year, they're posting, you know, Paul posts all this stuff. He posts yeah, you know, the garage going. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, but you know they're what? Bumped. Think about when you were young and, and Lenny, you were young. You it's were a living. Long time ago. I don't know, yeah, Scott. Well, you're very old. <laughs> when you were living at the garage, you were living there. Even in the wintertime, what's going on? Wanted you know, to put the ladder up even. Oh. That's right. We'll shovel the That's snow. Right. We'll and put that, the ladder up. 24-7 with right? racing. Absolutely. And, 365. And 365. 24-7, 365. And that, when I see that on there, that reminds me of us. You know, that was us going to Louie, taking a picture. Oh, he put one more Well, he put one more little piece on. Oh, Get yeah. a picture of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Of course, it was three weeks in between pieces. But of course. <laughs> but, but you still, go there as a team. Absolutely. You bring him his coffee. Yep. And you'd watch him work for a little while, <laughs> and then afterwards you go to a bar or whatever you would do. Come back three weeks, you know, he was on the same piece. Three and weeks later, he's on the other end of that piece. <laughs> well, maybe Bart Scott was a little after his time with the line. Can't wait. You know, we just True. couldn't wait to get started. And let's face it, guys, we're, yeah. we're more than halfway through March. We're not that far away. All right, and how about how about this? How about how about Oyster Bay? Oyster Bay, Joe Boy. Joe so Boy's Scott, talk a little bit yeah. about that. Yeah. Well, Joe Boy's. Uh, he was with us for the last, uh, I'd say, uh, 10 years or so, um, and uh, bought his, uh, a family home. A family home that's been in his family for, oh my God, Teddy Roosevelt era or something like that. And uh, he's back in Oyster Bay. And he's uh, he's going he's gonna to train those boys, and I'm sure he's going to get them back on the track. It's exciting to hear a guy goes home uh, to his hometown, and we all know that's where... Um, he got his racing chops, uh, yep. and his dad being from there and, and, and racing with Oyster Bay for all those years and the state championship in 74. And uh, just hearing about it, I, I saw Kevin Connell down in Daytona a few weeks ago. I was, I was hearing that it was happening. Joe Boy had just talked to Kevin and said, you know what, I'm, I'm making the move from North Lindy. And I'm sure he had some great years with North Lindy. Hell of an athlete, as we all know. But just talking about it again tonight, so 
I'm proud and I'm happy for the town of Oyster Bay, but they might have to change their name from Teddy's Boys to the Joe Boys. I mean, uh, could happen, right? Well, I, I don't think that's happening. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen, but it's... Um, listen, he's living in the house. I tell you what, I do. I, I'm, I'm going to miss him. I, I love Joe. Oh. Uh, Talk about a racer at heart. Do you remember when we used to go? We used to go up to the meetings, right? And we were probably we were probably like thirty-five or something like that. And we were going up to the meeting, right? So we go to the meeting. We're in the van. We used to play that racing game. Racing game. Who was going to put? Somebody made a racing game with dice, and it was actually a pretty good game. Yeah. And, uh, but then we started talking about other topics. Like, if you could have right. anybody on, you could team, have anybody on your if team. If there was one guy who, who nobody thinks about, and he's yeah. like a team, and and he was always the guy. Always, I always, I I always wanted Joe Boy. I who mean, didn't? You know, he's he, the heart of a lion, the heart of a champion, yep. a warrior. Um, loved him, love him. Always did. Uh, was always close to him back in the day. We were always, you know, yeah, gonna miss him. He he bleeds the racing. Uh, we all know that and. Uh, a great guy again, great athlete, and just anybody that ever wants to talk racing, if you get uh, Joe on your side, you can talk for hours. So yeah, so I mean, and, and I think it's great that he goes home to Oyster Bay, and if he could really lead them, yeah. if, if he could really lead them to you know back to a little bit of prominence, you know, yep. Daryl can do only so much. <laughs> you and I were just thinking the same. Daryl can do so much. He's got to corral Daryl a little bit. I mean, yeah. keep Daryl out of the bunny suit, and uh, they might yeah. be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no bunny suit this year. Uh, but absolutely, you know, I think Oyster Bay, and you know what it is? It's one to me when you think of racing, it's one of those iconic teams. When you think of you know Oyster Bay, Wilbur. Oyster Bay, Fire Department, Drill yeah, Team, they were. The, it's like a big in. six in hockey. You know what I'm saying? The original six. It, it's just one of those teams. So it leaves us with Suffolk County. Suffolk County, just looking back. I mean, you want to just start out from the from the get go. You want to start at the top. Uh, I'm off. <laughs> um, well, computer started, down. Computer start at down. the top. You must be starting with West Sable, Paul. You got it, Lenny. So give us give us a little roundabout. What's what you think with West Sable? Well, you know, we talked a little bit before we went on air, and um, they seem to be the preseason favorite. Uh, again, you know, you guys are in the circles a little bit more than me in the off season. So there's always rumors about who's going where or who's doing what. But West Sable seems to be the constant, and being last year's state champions and Really, two years in a row, if you count the tie from the year before, and well, why shouldn't you? Yeah, um, Got to look at West Sable again as being the favorite in Suffolk. Yeah, you, I mean, you look at their year, Scott. They 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 start out like gangbusters, 37 points out of the block. And then they go through all those things. But they stayed still in the mix. They had tougher days. They had better days. And then, you know, coming to the state drill, you know, I don't know if they walked in there that day thinking they were going to be the winner. But I thought they thought they could walk in and they were going to compete for the win. Oh, they always and of course. But as the day went on, I think they kind of, I mean, they come out of the gate pretty good or whatever. I think the day went on, they were like, I think it's the day my west, well, my I, way. I think it's easy to say when the day goes on and yeah, and you, you know, well. and, and you're, you're looking at you're looking at teams that should be scoring and they're not. Yep. And then you say, wow, we're we're in this, and and I'm sure that's what they did. I'm sure they were back at their at their tent area saying. Look, guys, this thing ain't over. Nobody's scoring. Nobody wants to run hoses. Nobody wants to, you know, like, we're still in this. And being strong in every race is a big plus, too. Knowing you can run those last, you know, races with everybody. again, Lenny, too, becomes experience. Oh, sure. Experience is what wins to me. confidence. You know, yes, of course, talent. Yes. But to, to, to know and keep your composure is experience. And that's that's what they have. And 
Hey, my hat's off too. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, who's going to challenge him in Suffolk? CI going to give him a run? I going to give him a run? What do you guys think? I think to me that second that second spot. If you're going to look at a second spot right now, I think it's really up in the air. You know what I'm what, what's not the, not Second not in Suffolk, you're saying? Yeah, okay. second. Well, second in Suffolk, I'm talking about. Okay. Oh. Uh, I think it's. <laughs> what are you talking about? Nothing. I think you're. you're I think it's a combination of all those teams that have been behind them, you know. CI, of course, they're going to still do well in, in many of the races. I think Islip has the potential always to do really well. Josh, one year older. Unbelievable, yeah. Um, I think they have unbelievable talent. What about your knocker, Scott? You got, you got and then you got North Lindy, I think. Well, we, we, we're taking a little, bit of a, a little bit of a hit with losing a spiker. Um, he's, he's going to, actually, he's in school right now to be an air traffic controller. So it, he's up in the air right now. Slacker. So if he's... Uh, he can help land if, you. If, 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 he comes, if he comes back to us, which I, I'm not sure if he's going to be able to, then I think we'll be okay. If not, then we got to break somebody in and, you know, have that rolls. It's, you know, I'm sure it'll be... There'll be flashes and there'll be, you know, you know how it is and you're breaking, breaking some new people in and... Uh, yeah, I, you know, I think we could still be there. Well, again, you got some really good coaching over there and, and a lot of experience. So yep. uh, I would imagine you guys will bring somebody in that into that position and by midseason get them into form, make the, the latter team competitive. The host team is always right there. And again, you know how to run everything. So I would imagine the Piston Knockers are going to be heard from. And then, um, you know, you got you got the Redskins, too. I think they've got everybody back this year. Uh they sure, Paul. I you think, being an alumni, I, I think mean, they I think sure has. I mean, when you you can to me, you can lump them together. You can lump CI, Islip, Northland, Bayshore. I think you can lump them, those four together to give West Sable the push maybe in Suffolk County. I'd have to pick one out of them that I think would be lead, maybe a little bit out of the group. I think it's Islip. Right. Experience, Josh. You know, to me, he's a. Almost a one of a kind. He's uh, up there. He yeah. has the potential to be in that realm. Give you that huge uh, <coughs> yeah. amount of points coming out of line. Yeah, which is always to me huge. But I think with you know CI North Lindy Bayshore, I think they're going to compete for that second spot as well. I mean, I have penciled in West Stable as well. All right, and then um, maybe not quite on that same level, but up and coming. And we've been saying it a few years. Lindenhurst Snails, Copeg Yellowbirds with a real nice showing again last year. I agree. So I think Copeg, you know, they're they're another one of these little wild cards that could come in top five county points in Suffolk County. And top five county points in Suffolk County is no joke. You know what I'm saying? It is not easy to qualify top five in Suffolk County. Sure. I'm not saying it's easy to qualify anywhere, but it's it's pretty much a, a dogfight, and 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 has some sort of, you know, good feeling that it gives you to be in that top five. And you go to Hagerman every year, and you can go to, you can go to West Hempstead for Labor Day there, and I'm sure you can go up to wherever they end the season. I used to be Norfolk up in wherever. And teams are fighting for the top five, but you know when you have 20 teams out there competing, if you can get in that top five. Copeg has been knocking on that door again. Yep. I mean, they were up there, back. Now they're, I think, doing it. Same thing, like you said. Who'd you say? You said Lindenhurst. Yep. Absolutely. And then again, some other teams. We talked earlier. What, what's going on with uh, the Deer Park Bucks? Uh, yeah, but that, well, we're going to get to that in a second. Okay. What about Hagerman? I mean, Hagerman maybe on maybe on the hook for a C car. So and then. Where do they go with that? You Let know, me tell you something about Hageman. I'm fortunate enough to go out there. I was helping them. They were with Sable or whatever. I went out there and hung out with them. The, the, the intensity or, or, the, or the, the focus, the focus that they have in terms of wanting to be better 
is is really what you want to see with a group of guys. They're the group of guys that stay around after, and if they get to see Chuck, that's going to lift their intensity again. I'm talking Hagerman, and I think you know, I think you can see good things from them. You know, they have their issues or whatever. I think Mike McCaskey does a good job. I think all those guys, you know, Louie and all them do a great job. I love their focus and the, their want. Paul, you started the show asking Scott and I what stuck in our head. And as soon as you said Hagerman just now, Paul, I got a smile on my face thinking of the town of Brookhaven drill that they ended up pulling out. And, again, watching Louie so happy with all those kids that he had from the juniors. Really a, a, a really fun moment. A lot of teams happy to see them win that town of Brookhaven drill. And uh, hopefully they make some more strides this year. And then you got Deer Park, right? Deer right. Park, another team. I mean, want to talk about an ending quasi fairy tale, almost at the state drill. But then you know, followed it up a week later with, with a with a with a decent showing in, in Behos. I mean, they're another team that now is going to be vying. You know, we talk about it all the time. How do you make that next level? West Sable, maybe they got their own level, their own little <laughs> realm going on. Then you got the other four teams that are trying to, you know, get in that mix. Then you got your Linnehurses and your Copegs and that little group. Who's trying? You can only go one group at a time. Yep. You can't go. True. You, you can't not go from, from nothing yeah. to the big. You know, outhouse to penthouse don't work in racing. So you make your Correct. small steps. The key is keeping everybody together. Of course, not easy to do. But still, there's a level of focus. There's a level of all these things that have to happen. So you Does, see Deer Park being on that track? Uh, we're going to find out. I don't know. I all mean, right. at the end of last year, if you can't be excited about what they did at the end, you're on Deer Park. I don't know what you could be excited about. This this would to me would have been a winter of excitement if I was in Deer Park. Can we find out more? I agree. Go ahead. I agree. Go ahead. So, host. All right. Yeah, so, ladies and gentlemen, we have Derek Pollock with us today. He is the driver What's from up, Deer guys? Park. How's it going, Derek? Going well. Going very well, thank you. Good, good. So, as you, as you can hear, we were talking about the state drill. Um, and, of course, subsequently to, uh, after that was uh, Hageman. So you had a 13. You, you, you tied well, the third. On, hold on, Okay, go ahead. You jump in. You're this going is to the, This is why, me, why I'm a secondary guy. Let me explain guy. how a story goes. Do. That's you, why you you're not hosting. You open That's the book, why. and it's a, it's a preface, and then an introduction. Well, I was going to start And you roll that, yourself through the book until you get to the end. All right. You're going to the end. You're ruining the freaking moment. This is why. Go. You do it. You do it. The guy drove 15 miles to get here. He's got to pay $20, and you're going to end him in two minutes. All right, so let's just think about Deer Park. How long have you been in Deer Park Fighter Bum? Uh, 17 years now. 17? Yep. 17 years. So let's do the math. Are you there when the, the old Deer Park runs? Negative. They, they, they had already gone, bone, they're out. Well, we started back up the team. I came in when we started old-fashioned, uh, ran for about six or seven years, ran for about six or seven years, and we were the people who bought motorized back. So, you know, you're never going to get a B-truck. We went out and bought a B-truck, <laughs> ran for a few years. You're never going to get a C-truck, went and bought the C-truck. So we were, we were the group of guys who actually brought it back. So we've been on the track now for about two years. It's almost like a blue point for Hageman or, or any other team that's starting. It's, the, it's, it's almost like the proper way. You know, I mean, Scott, we've been fortunate. We jump in a team that's got it all going on. Right. But if you're going to start a team, you're going to build a team. That's how it operates. You know, Melville, boom, boom, boom. I mean, they oh had the money God. to get all at once. Melville was probably But they had the money yeah. to get all at once. Absolutely. But still, so, so you get there, you get a beat truck going. How many years now are you guys back motorized? I'm probably, ten, you know? ten years. Ten yeah, years? Last year was our ten-year anniversary back on the track motorized. Back motorized. And the C-Truck's now? For about three or four years. Okay. And, and the turnover, I mean, you've had a, a few of the same guys. Mm -hmm. But you, you think that group is uh, capable of keeping them through? 
I think so. Are they that invested, I mean, personally, in the success of the Bucks that they're not going anywhere? Last year was a big help. Uh, we don't have a year like we did last year. Obviously, our showing at the States, uh, dealing with the adversity throughout the season, having one truck, one truck, one truck. You know, we, we finished the year on a really high note. Stuff like that brings the guys back. It keeps the guys involved. You know, we've been hanging out over the winter. We had a couple successful fundraisers over the winter. We've had a couple good meetings. So the guys are itching to get back at it. It's stuff like that that keeps you going. So. And, and how hard is it? How hard is it on a normal basis? Like, it, it go back, not this year, but go back maybe three years. You know, the sea truck's not even on the menu yet. I mean, what is it like? Can you, and you've been there the whole time, can you compare the difference in mindset from that time period to this time period? I can. It's it's different for me because I can see it. You know, you you know you have the talent. You know, we, we have a guys that are a bunch of athletes. I've got guys who played sports in college, so I have the athletes. But it's just the fine-tuning, you know. Yeah, having having a, the guys who've been racing for years come down, look at us in practice, help us out, and just trying to keep everybody motivated and keep that determination up. Say, listen, we're right there. We're right there. Just just, just, just stick with it. Just stick with it. We're going to get there. And then how, we're gonna get there. And then how great is it when it comes to fruition, right? Then you're at the state drill, and of all the times you guys run your shot in, in, in COs, what is it like when you go back to the camp? It's After that, like, what is your feeling? I mean, you run the shot. You don't know where you're going to end up. Right. You're like, uh, for all intent and purpose, you guys could have ended up nothing. Right. But when you run that number, and then you say, okay, you know, seeing what everybody else is going on, seeing what's going on on the track, everything that's happening, when you go back to the camp, what's the feeling? It's, you're in shock. I mean, listen, I know I've been, I was in shock. And you sit there and you're holding your breath because you know the heavy hitters are behind us. We ran in the first half. And I know you said it on the radio. There's no guarantee that a number's going to hold. But you know what? You have to be proud because a team like us, you set out. Here's what we're going to do. We're try and break some team records today. You, you're not, you, you, don't, you don't set a goal out to place. That's not your goal. Your goal is to go out and beat your time. Every week you go out, you beat your time. And at some point in time, beating your number is going to place you. Mm -hmm. So that's all we ran out to do. And all of a sudden, we, we, we crush a team record. Right. And now every team that runs, you're holding your breath. You're holding your <laughs> breath. You're holding your breath. It was, it was nerve-wracking. But it's it fun. Super How much fun, fun is that? Super fun. When, when normally, I mean, I'm, this is not a negative, but normally, you know, at that point, you're not maybe in it. You right. know, you're already out. Right. You know, but how much fun is And you end up in, you know, fourth or, or tied for a third. How much fun is he watching that crap, right? It, it's crazy. It's well, crazy. I think, Paul, what, what Derek is saying is you set achievable goals. Right. And when, you, when you're reaching those goals, you say, all right, what's the next one? What, where are we going from here? Right. You know, and uh, I, I imagine, who are you guys practicing with typically? Well, we practice by ourselves, but our facility, you know, East Farmingdale's there. Okay. Um, we're fortunate we have a lot of guys that come down and help us. And that's really what got us over the hump. I guess people looking at us, the North Lindys, the CIs, the Bay Shores, people looking at us and going, you know what, you guys have some talent. You just you just need someone to push you. And it's stuff like that that helps. It's help nice when the like brotherhood that. does just that, puts right. their arm around a, a little brother, so to speak, and... And really helps and out. That's what helps. That's actually what has gotten us to really where we are, is people who know what they're doing, people who know the sport saying, hey, guys, listen, you know, we want you to be with us. We want you to get better. This is what you guys need to do. So speaking of little brothers, do we have one of your little brothers here? Is this yeah, this is Dom. Dom's <laughs> our co-captain. What's um, up, Dom? How you doing, guys? Ladder right. climber, jack of all trades, master of none. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping him in his place, eh? <laughs> Trying to. So anyway, you, you, so you leave C-Hose, you, you go to B-Hose. Your B-Ho shot, 
Oh, don't start. It's almost there. Oh, don't start. Don't start. <laughs> it's way better than the Theo don't, shot. Don't start. <laughs> Until that point. Yeah. I mean, it was that was first place. Yeah. That's first place. Yep. And if that if that if that if that hits, that t- it's pandemonium. I, that I, I'm going home. Yeah, I'm, right. about, I'm leaving. I'm <laughs> not even staying the rest of the <laughs> no, day. No. I'm going home. Then it becomes. <laughs> then it becomes. I mean, then you're at you'd be at eight and a half. Yeah. Then it's like f everybody else. I hope I hope somebody drops a nuclear bomb. We're, we're top <laughs> five. <laughs> right. And let's end the drill right now. Right. Yeah. No. I mean, that shot right there proved that that the C wasn't a fluke. The whole run right until the end uh, is what it is. So. Okay, you leave there with three and a half points. Uh, is there a difference? Was there a, a, a feedback from the department or anything like that that was like, nice job done? I mean, did we all go through this. This department's, you know, they don't get along. Whatever. Usually you still get a couple guys say, hey, that was really good. You know, you feel you guys, nice job representing the department. Did you get any of that yeah, when you get home or even upstate? Yeah, shockingly, you know, you think we don't have as much support, but then you get back and people are watching the live video feed. And they're patting you on the back when you walk downstairs into the lounge and... It's a good feeling, you know. It really, you know, really is because some people you wouldn't think that we're even into the sport. Like, yeah, oh, really? I saw that run. Holy cow! Yeah, is cool. it a department pride thing, Dom? Where people are like, hey, you're representing us, you know? Tia Park's on the map. Yeah, with again. some people, yeah. Some people do thank us because we're representing the department every weekend. You know, sure. some people look at it differently, but there are people who look at it in that positive way, which is a good feeling. There's usually more people I want to throw darts at you. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> but absolutely. now that you're, uh, again, representing, that's yeah. awesome. It's good that you're yeah. getting that going. All right, so you leave the state tournament with a, with a great feeling. You go to Hagerman, and, you know, you have a, a, a decent day. You have that B-Host shot. Is uh, you know a great shot. That's the one you wish you had the week before. Yeah. But at least you, at least you, you do it. You run eight eleven. You win B hose and and first time you've ever won B hose. First time. I mean, right. is that the first points ever for Deer Park in the state drill. Yes. Yes. Okay, yes. So it's yes. History. First ever. Okay. Then first first place. I think it's got to be the first first place first Deer Park place ever. Major ever. In yeah. a major, major motorized county tournament. tournament. In a major yeah. motorized county tournament. point yeah. tournament. Yeah. Yep. So you're, I mean, now you're still on a high. you got to be like, oh, man, this is something. Yeah, I want to race again. Yeah, yeah. I want to race again. Why are we not having a tournament next week? Yeah, Yeah. no, that's exactly what it comes. But we did. Yeah, I know, but (laughs) (laughs) that's a different story. (laughs) And all good things come to an end at some point. Yeah. But, but, uh, so you got to be, like, excited after that, obviously. And, I mean, going forward, what's it look like? I mean, when you guys are at practice, what do you say is, like, you know what? This is our best race. This is our best race. We can score in this race if we just get focused and get it done. When you guys are practicing this year, what's your mentality? What's your best race? To you guys, to you, in your own heads. I'm going to bank on that Seahose. Yeah? yeah. I'm, I'm going to bank on the Seahose. You think your Seahose, when you're at practice, like, man, we can do this. We can it score this. Probably our better. You yeah. know, it, it also has to do with continuity. You know, we finally had the same four guys on the back of the truck now for a couple of years. Where we're, we're starting to get there. If, if anybody had to ask me, I'm going to tell you, C-Hose is going to be our best event, and B-Hose is going to be our second best event. You know, and it and shows. Right. Agreed, yep. Agreed, yep. And then going forward, because, you know, you can't just live on two races. Right. I mean, what, what is it? I mean, we always had a plan. I don't know about you, Lenny. We always had a plan. Let, let, let's, find, let's find our best four races, you know, and let's work on those four races. Let's get really good, and we'll point out the rest. And then when we got good, all right, let's find another race. Let's find another race. So what other races do you guys anticipate that you guys can compete in? I think efficiency, maybe. Yep. 
Fish is one of them. Yeah, definitely one of them. And then, and you got, I mean, you know, to be in uh, a top five contender on a weekly basis, or you got to run some buckets, county yeah. points. Well, you know, buckets is hard. You know, if you don't you have the consistent amount buckets. of guys in practice, well, that can be difficult. But you know, five points of three man is the same as five points in buckets. So, you know, is there anything else you guys think going forward? you can pick up that is going to be successful for you. I can tell you we're, we're doing uh, we've done a lot of analysis on the truck this winter for pump. We've done a lot of reworking on the truck. We're going we're gonna to put a lot of focus on pump this year and like you said, talking to the better teams that's what they tell you. Listen, you, you, you got to focus on the events that you're good at. Get the points that you can. I mean, you kind of look at them as free points. If, if I know that I'm I'm a good host team, i got to go out, I'm going to put my focus in my hoses, I'm going to get those points, but what other events can I run and grab some points from? Yep. You know, so we're, we're not trying, you know, listen, we're not anywhere near the top dogs. We know that. But we know, hey, listen, if we go out and run our shot, we can be competitive in hoses. We can. So outside of those four, what can we do? Our next event, we feel, as a team, is efficiency and pump. You know, so we're going to try and spend some time this season working on those two events and hey listen if I go out and I increase my odds of scoring in six events yep listen I mean that's going to put me in a better spot absolutely you know we're yeah, just no. playing percentages no, you're really looking at it the right way and I think and then Lenny you can back me up on this I think motor pump is a contest where it's not if you can do it it's easy to get in the mix. Like, you can get points more often. Yeah. Because it's not easy to score every week in pump. It's just not. No, but if but you can, there's hardly any teams that can score. That's I, the problem. I see and if you can be one of those teams. I see similarities um, in the way Derek's describing the way the Bucks are approaching their racing season or this coming season. Um, back in my day, we were a better host team than we were a ladder team. And we did try and add on those, those tail end events, efficiency, pump, and buckets. That being said, my question is to the captain... How are you guys doing manpower-wise? Do you have everybody back? Do you have anybody new this year that heard about your success and wants to be part of it? So, if, if, if I had a guess, we have everybody back, definitely, and maybe plus one. So that's a positive in my eyes. Okay. Every, every, oh, yeah, body, we, every, every we got everybody back and maybe another guy okay. more than last year. So every bit of manpower helps. And that other guy's an athlete, so that's huge, too. He's been with us before, but had to take a year off. So we're hoping to see his face around and be able to utilize him, you know, where best fit. You that's know? key, getting so, everybody back. Yeah. And again, you hope that that little bit of success you guys had last year springboards yeah. you to the next level and you get a few more bodies out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely um, people are itching already, the guys on the team, and the the commitment is so much higher now after that state. I mean, we were just there last weekend doing just, just as stupid as a cleanup, but trying to set ourselves up for get success. Get done now. Get and it get done the now. Get so meeting together. Yep. That's key. So yeah, we, really just, we, we were talking about it right before you guys came on the air, and, and we've all been through the situation where when we were younger, I mean, it was 24-7, 365. We were down there. You know, the snow would be out. We want to get the ladder out. We're all just hanging out, watching tapes, hanging out, doing whatever. And our barn was separate from the fire, so we didn't have to go to fire, thank God. But we would just hang out down there. I mean, it just became... And then we'd go out. We'd go to bars. We'd go here. We'd go there. You know, all those type of things. And it means a lot. Because right. when, when you know the guy's got your back, and then you can punch him in the face also, but still got your back. <laughs> yeah. Because you go, we all go through it. We all go through it. But it really, the cohesion... Of becoming a team, to me, that's the funnest part. Oh, yeah. It's Brotherhood. The, 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 the climb is the best part. Well, you know, if we struggle together and then we have success together, 
and it's awesome. And after 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 you know 17 years or you know whatever the 10 years the team come back, you've got to be as thrilled as, as crazy. Oh I mean. yeah, I, I don't think they understand. I don't think anybody understands what it's like, you know, to be me to look back at you know uh, you know let's let's get this Joe team together and we're we're pulling the cart down the track, right. you know, running yeah. old fashioned. You get the itch and then you buy the truck and then you get the itch and you get the steer rig and you get the itch. I, I don't I don't think these guys realize what it's. But it rejuvenates you as a guy that's been around a it while. Does, it's like, man. I can't wait. And right. look at me. I'm no spring chicken. I can't wait to get out there now. Yeah, I mean, I just, I, if these guys have a fraction of the drive and, and, and like, excitement that I have, I mean, we're, we're going to be in good shape. I, I really do. we got a great bunch of guys. That's a great story. You know, yeah, it's, it's, it it's is. It's awesome. It really is, man. Yeah, I, could, I couldn't imagine. I almost feel spoiled because, you know, like you said, he used to have to pull the car down. Yeah, and yeah. I, I don't know if I want to do that. Yeah, There's nothing against those guys. Got but got no time for that. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, you know, we're, like, almost spoiled, you know. Yeah. No, well, guys, we wish you more, more success. You guys do look like you're doing it the right way. And obviously the numbers are, are, are starting to show. So I hope you guys continue to do it the way you've been doing it. And uh, we'll see you out there this year. You guys think of going anywhere else? Just staying with the same thing? You ever think about going upstate and running somewhere? Yeah, no, you know, we talked about it. We, uh, you know, to try and just get the guys together, let's, let's go up and make sure we go away every year. Yeah. You know, we're fortunate that the states, we're always traveling right. every other year. Right. But to try and make something every year where we're always doing yep. an away trip, it's something we definitely talked about. Don't know if we'll be able to pull it off this year, but it's definitely in the car. Yeah, yeah, definitely a discussion. You'd definitely, yep. definitely You'd never regret it, man. Yeah. You go out and you meet some great people. We were fortunate. Yeah. We always did it on the off year. Sometimes on the regular year, we would go up there, and whether it was Deerfield or whatever. But, you know, Ellesmere is even a little closer. they got a beach truck tournament or right. whatever. You know, those type of things are awesome, you know. And it just it, it gives you even much, that much greater feeling, you know. You so, do. You bond. Everybody's yeah. bonding over the weekend. It's a lot of fun. Yep. But looks like you guys got it going on, so we thank you guys. Appreciate it. Thank you so Wish much. Wish you all the best. Thanks for coming down. Thank you for going, dear boy. Really appreciate guys. it. Thank you. How about them bucks? Yeah, how about it? Good timing right there. All right, we're going to uh, move on. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, Austin. We're going to talk about uh, one of the greats. One of the greats of our time. Mr. Warren Horst. We got Gary Sham coming in here right now. Yeah, we lost uh, Warren this past year, unfortunately. Uh, talk about one of the greats, Paul. Growing up, watching him climb a ladder, I, I was in awe. I was a little kid in the bleachers. Yep. But I was uh, a, a big part of selling me, not just that my dad raised, but watching him and the success, yeah. him and the, and the West Sable Flying Dutchman had in those days, really exciting. Yeah, yeah, you know. You, you, you almost see it. You, uh, people that are around today, and, and we're joined by Gary Sham, West Stable Flying Dutchman, first vice president of New York State Drill Team Cap Association, Parade Drill Team Cap Association. Um, Thank you for clarifying that. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> uh, when people are around today, you know, the, the people that are, when, when, me, when me and Lenny were kids, Lenny's a little lot older than me, but when we, when we were kids, you know, Warren was the guy, you know. Warren, that was the guy. Like, today, you know, our kids would be like, oh, Michael's, Michael's the guy. I mean, you're fortunate enough to happen at West Sable both times. But but what was it like, you being racing with Warren all those years? What was it like racing with Warren? What was his personality? We know Michael's personality. He's a little intense. What about well, Warren? First of all, I'd like to start off by saying I, I'm standing before you and Lenny here, and I... I raced with your dad, okay? And, <laughs> and my dad. His dad. Yeah. And you might have raced with my grandpa. And <laughs> Al Olson yeah. and all of them. And, and Phil's father and all of those guys. Sure. And, and it was, you know, it was a great honor to start, you know, when I started 
course, I started in 71. In August of 71 was my first tournament. But getting back to Warren, Warren was an unbelievable teammate to start. He never took credit for anything. And when he, when, when, when he slipped or anything, it was his fault. It could have been somebody else's, right. but he always thought it was his fault. And, and, and I feel like, teammate-wise to start, he was a great guy to have on your team. Always soft-spoken. Was he always like Absolutely. that? Absolutely. I mean, a gentleman. Never wanted to be in the front of the line. Yeah. Never wanted to be in the front yeah. of what's going on. Not the front row. It was everybody else, you know? When he used to write newspaper articles, he would disguise his name. <laughs> you know, he would put another name in for himself because he never wanted to be in a limelight. Well, you, really? you know, Gary, yeah. you, you talk about but, but him never wanting to blame anybody else. I can't. Oh, yeah? Never wanting to blame anybody else. But I don't know. He must have. When you talk about him slipping, it must have happened in practice. Because as a fan of one of your competitors, the Wildcats, I don't ever remember Warren slipping in drills. Oh, so was, wait, wait. Gary's was, having a little that's okay. problem with the mic here. He was constantly. Oh, it's his Go ahead headset. Give me your mic. I'll give him my headset. Yeah, all right. Hold on. He was constantly uh, on. We're going to get Gary back on here. I, I heard it before. Yeah, we're just switching up. He lost it for a sec. All right, now we, you got me here. Now you got me. There you go. All right, so, yeah, as Lenny was saying, I mean, he's constantly in the limelight. I mean, Warren, I mean, when you think back, you guys win this state tournament. What's that first you win in? 75. 75. And then 77? 77. And how many, when does Warren start racing? Warren started around 69. Yeah. So he went state tournament. We're talking about his sixth year or so. Yep. And, and and when you guys are racing all together, you're at practice, or whatever. The feeling is, you know, we got something good going on right here. This is going to happen. It's going to happen. You know, everybody wants it to happen as many times as it can. I I know. You know, I felt we should have won a state tournament more, but that's all part of racing. You know, since there was a few years there that nobody won the tournament. Twelve and a half, thirteen points won it. St. James won it two years in a row, 71 and 72. Going into buckets, you know, everybody had, we'll say, uh, ten points. St. James had like seven and a half, eight and a half points. They won buckets in there. They, they bang away. And uh, that, that was one of the reasons that the, the rules changed in buckets. We got on the ladder in buckets, and they put the lights on in the middle of the contest. That was one of the years they changed the thing. And uh, Stanley Tuma's son was our top man in buckets, Warren Dump, and he, he, he missed a bucket when the, the light was in his eyes. And not making excuses, but that's one of the reasons that that rule was put in. So they couldn't turn the lights on or they wouldn't come on during a contest. They had to come on before the contest. So everybody had the same advantage, disadvantage as far as that. But, right. you know, Warren, even being in the juveniles together, he was a natural. And everybody knew he, he hit the fourth rung with the wooden ladder. And he didn't break stride at all. Yeah. And I think there was a lot of good ladder climbers out there, honestly, that could climb the ladder. But where Warren would beat everybody was the mount. Right. He could, he could mount the ladder. Yeah. Right. So that extra step. Yep. And then phys physically, Gary, talk about um, his physical makeup. How tall was he? 6'2", 6'3", maybe? All legs, but right? But he had I mean. spring in his legs. We used to play basketball in the off seasons, And he could leap. He, he would get above the rim 
uh, of jumping and that, he was he was unbelievable. The spring in his legs, great athlete, absolutely. You know, as speed wise and that, he was. But he never took credit for anything, no matter what he was involved with. And and even even in the fire service end of it, uh, stepping aside from the racing, he was unbelievable. Anything he did, anything you asked him to do, he would get back to you with the answer. You know, whether it was that. Even, even kind of in the state now, a few years ago, we had asked him to get involved with public relations, yeah. and he got involved with the sport, writing about supporting the support. Right. The yep. sport. He wrote all that, helped out with all of that. He, he, he was an unbelievable author of a lot of things, but he never wanted to take credit for anything. Never. I can remember, you know, even a night that he, he had a, an accident, a practice, and I, I dug in front of him, and he fell off the truck. He got up and walked up, and, you know, he was really a lot of road rash, but never heard a peep out of him. Like, you know, whether his, he did it, if the truck shifted, whatever, you know, he would never blame anybody. No. He would never blame anybody. Yeah, he's definitely a gentleman, true gentleman. Oh, man, and in, terms of, in terms of racing ability, I mean, at one point he held what records... He held the sea ladder record, the three-man record, the individual record, I yep. believe. Yep. And I don't know if he ever held the B ladder. Ever held the B ladder record? Yes, he, he did. did. I, I would say that overall rec records he had, he probably broke records probably 15, 20 times. Yeah, he brought him down. Most of the time, his own records. Yeah. And breaking and, his own records. And there's a couple records that still stand hand time out there. Uh, I... I I don't know them off the top, but I do have a sheet at home with all the records, and sometime I would show them to you, everything that's on there. And uh, one, one of the things that, you know, is a void in our life is Warren. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't just with the racing, behind the scenes, with everything that he did. And uh, he was a great competitor, we all know that. And he was just a great friend. And he, anything that he got involved with, if you went to him and asked him, he would get back to you with the answer or help you. I mean, just little things on my end with the state. I had asked Warren to swear me in, hopefully next year, but it didn't happen when he passed away. But he used to help me with the journal. He used to uh, make the forms for me and everything. It's a void. Suffolk County a, News. Absolutely. He, he writes articles. Unbelievable that he write articles. And he never would put his name on them. Never wanted to or get credit for him. But he was always the editor for anything to do with racing. He always pushed and supported the sport. And beyond racing, the fire service in general, right, Gary? I mean, he was an ex-chief over there, served the county for all those years working out Prez. in Suffolk County. Yep. yep, he was in Prez. Yep, he was a chief fire marshal. He started out his career in Islip Town as a fire marshal. Then he went to Prez. He was there a number of years. He was chief fire marshal. Retired from there. And he was an ex-chief. We were in the chief's ranks together. We were company officers together. He was captain of the drill team. And he became district secretary of the Board of Fire Commissioners, which he held up to the time of his passing. And he was the past president of the uh, Islip Town Chiefs. And he was uh, uh, in the local historical society. He was just a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. He was a, a kind of a guy that was, they're the kind of guys you need to do all that clerical work and all the, all the, the layout of different things and that. He, he was the guy. He, he could have ran for a lot of organizations and been president. Yeah. He never wanted to be. He was always the secretary of stuff like that. Our ex-chiefs association, he was secretary for years and that. And that, that was his niche. He was very knowledgeable man. Good man. He was, yeah. a, he was really, a, really a good man. Just a, a true gentleman. You know? Never oh had a God. bad word about anybody. Yep. 
You yeah. know, he, he got his point across. He would get his points in if you asked him his points and that. And that's what he got in. He got the, his knowledge and that and that. But he never had a bad word about anybody. Yeah. Well, he's really going to be missed. And not only, obviously not just in the racing world, but in the West Able Fire Department and in the community, of course. So we're going to miss Warren a lot. Yeah. Uh, and we appreciate, Gary, you coming on and, and giving us a couple minutes uh, on, I, on what Warren I appreciate meant. giving the time yeah. to speak about Warren. I appreciate that you uh, asked me to do that. But uh, Warren's a good friend, like I said, not only to me, but a lot of other guys. And it's going to be a big void to fill. It is already. Uh, one thing I, I, I talked to uh, Paulie about, that there is going to be a, 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 a new leg trophy for the state tournament this year. It's going to be for three-man, B-ladder and C-ladder. Uh, uh, Frank Miller Sr. is involved with it. Uh, constructing another trophy. It kind of looks like it, we're leaning towards building an arch like they used to have in Hempstead several years ago. The arch trophies yep. with uh, possibly his picture on it with all his state records someplace on there, but uh, we'll hopefully have that accomplished for the uh, upcoming state tournament this year in Hempstead. Well, in so, so deserving. And our hearts go out to, and our condolences go out to you, the family, the West Sable family, the Flying Dutchman, everybody. It's, it was it like, really is a terrible loss. Like I said, he was a big part of our organization. He put us on the map as far as back when he started up till you know, up till today even. He was always behind the scenes even though he wasn't there and he always has interest in it. He would always, uh, whether he couldn't come to a tournament, he would always call me during a tournament. I would text him or whatever. And, I remember uh, that. He was always there. I remember yeah, Scott, that. Scott, you were on our yeah. team. And I, I remember it all the time. Right? I used to talk to him all the time yeah. on the air, you know, with my phone after every race and stuff like that. Yeah. He was always right there for us. And, uh, couldn't ask for a better guy like that to support your organization, whether he was actively running or pulling strings behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah, everybody needs somebody like that. And, you know, very rarely do we get somebody who truly is a gentleman like that and, will, you know, stays behind the scenes and does what's best for everybody, you know, doesn't take it an ego, look yeah. at it. And, like and one that. thing about him, if any team went up to him, he would help him with public relations or writing an article or getting information from him. Somebody needed some old programs or something with a score sheet. Hey, uh, you know, I, I, I'm looking for this. Give me, a, give me a week or two or so, and I'll, I'll get back to you with some information or some highlights that you might need. And he always did it for everybody. Yep. It's, uh, yeah. May he rest in peace for sure. And again, our thoughts and prayers with the family. Um, really started the winning tradition along with yourself and and, and others in West Sable in the 70s. Yeah. A little bit of a tough time through the 80s for the Dutchman. 90s, 2000s, now the 2010s. Yeah. You guys just keep on going. Um, tell no, us about we, this year, we, guy. We, what do you got we, coming? We have this a year? couple other guys that really helped us too. Frank Miller's a, Frank Miller Senior is a backbone of the organization. He he was one of the guys that I broke in spiking with. Uh, I, I actually spiked with Frank for a few years, believe it or not. A couple of guys got hurt, and I spiked with him. Warren climbing another guy by the name of Tom Gassett was a thrower, but uh, Frank's always there to do unbelievable stuff. Whether he rebuilds couplings, hey. anything he can do. He, he, he's, he he's, built he's, the timing truck. He, he yeah. really did. Yeah. He's he, a he was the one who oh, built yeah. our timing truck. Look at the trophies. I look forward to this trophy coming up. I my mean, my respect goes out to him. That's you know part of my era when I started. You know, I, over there. Let's just go ahead. I want to change it up a little bit before we, we have to go off the air suit. Give us the Gary Sham State of the Union for the New York State Parade Jill Team Cap Association going forward. In terms of, in all seriousness, I mean, how are we looking? I mean, things are going well. We have tournaments across. 
Are there any are there any concerns? Anything you think you know we need to maybe look at in the future, or what are some positives of the? I'm talking the state association as a whole. I I, I think the state association's in good shape. I really do. We put some new officers in there. We have a, a new area rep, of course, and, and yourself. Uh, you know, as deputy statistician, and I think we're in good shape. Um, but we got to keep pushing forward for this sport. We all know that. And every part of it is important, believe it or not. Whether it's parades, old-fashioned, motorized. Because when we start splintering, we're going to be have an issue here. And we need the organizations that we have right now to support us. We had the state chiefs come on board, FASNI come on board, you know, and the districts. They all support us. You know, you got insurance issues there. You got manpower issues. I don't have to tell anyone of you. Your fire departments today, with with, with manpower issues, as far as responding to a law. Yep, we discussed stuff. that earlier. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's yep. so. That that's that's issues that we have to stay on top of for that. You know, but I I I see the states in good good shape. I definitely do. I'm looking forward to becoming the president come the fall. I work. I can work with anybody. I work with anybody. I get along with everybody. Maybe not, we don't all agree, but when we come out of a meeting, we have a common goal to make the sport better and uh, continue keeping going on. And I feel that everybody's got a pl- their place to do what they have to do in the sport. And that, and everything is important, what we do. Right on down from the officials to host the tournaments, and this is what it all takes to uh, run a smooth operation. With that. You know what, that's... I was just going to bring that up to you, Gary. The officials. I mean, that's what we're here for tonight. Fundraiser for the Suffolk officials. Again, you've been doing this since the 70s. Talk about the officials a little bit and what you've seen over the last 40 years or so. First of all, I think our officials are top-notch. They run a good organization themselves as far as the organization, their meetings and stuff. We have good people running it. Anthony, who's president now. Yeah, other good presidents before him, whatever. But they run a good show. They run the tournament. They know what they're doing. They take the bull by the horns. They're chief judges. They rotate the chief judges every week so everybody gets a chance that's capable of doing it. And when it comes to the state tournament time, they all step up to run the show, and they run the show by the book and the right way and keep the host running a smooth tournament. I agree with you, Gary. It's, uh, well, we talked about it a little bit earlier about the, the Suffolk officials, and I felt the same way. I feel they're top-notch. They do a great job for us. And uh, if anybody wants to join, we, we, we said it before, Absolutely. please, please get in touch with your area and uh, come on down because we mean, can it, always use there's, them. There's, week, there's weekends they work two and three tournaments between the juniors yep. and, 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 a, right. and a motorized drill and old an old-fashioned drill. Yep. All right. they're, they're there. They're yeah. all there. And it really is a great way to, to kind of give back for those of us that race 5, 10, 15 years. Yep. Come on out. You don't have to be at every drill. Absolutely. Come on out and help out. Absolutely. Give a little something back because the white shirts were there when you raced, and it was the same thing. We, it was senior guys that maybe weren't jumping anymore or whatever, but we're coming out, giving up their time so we can continue doing this sport. We, we have a lot of good, knowledgeable people out there, just like you said, Lenny, that could give up a little bit of time. Right. They could get their niche in the officials. 
they don't have to be in the limelight on the officials. There's plenty of other things they can do if they yep. feel comfortable. There's the loading zone. There's the big, the big uh, warm-up zone now, which is very important for teams. Very important. Up, up on the arch. They always use guys up on the arch. Absolutely. Yeah. Secretary. Maybe, so, maybe somebody doesn't want to be put into that position, yep. but there's plenty of other positions that they can do and learn and, and, and maybe get into one of those positions. You uh, were, did you wear a white shirt for yes, a year I did. or two? Oh, yeah, I'm, I wore it off I and on that, yeah. when I tournament. Actually, I was on the buttons when we when Lindenhurst ran the four at Babylon Town at uh, Lindenhurst. I was one of the guys on the buttons. Yeah, but you got thrown out. You had 5.30. All right, Gary, thanks Jared, for joining thank us. You. We appreciate it. We, we, we like hearing guys. a couple things about Warren. Yeah. You know, we're sorely going to be missed. I, I, well, we appreciate I appreciate it, your time and let me speak about Warren and uh, thank you very much. All right, Gary, Thanks, thank Gary. you. All right. You know, like Gary said, you know, you don't find that gentleman, a true gentleman, like uh, Warren. All right, we're getting to it down towards the end of the show. I mean, let's, let's uh, think if we can come up with uh, what's going on right here, anything we've missed or anything. I know we didn't talk about old fashioned that much. Old fashioned. So uh, I just want to give a little shout out to the Dead End Kids. You know, last year the Dead End Kids showed up to two tournaments. They won them both, the Long Island Championship and the New York State, their eighth New York State Championship. Yeah. So, you know, congrats to the, the, the Dead End Kids on that. I, I think they're running old-fashioned again this year, but that was the plan. Get loud in here, Paul. Yeah, I know. This party's about to This party's going to... It, it's we're, just we're, getting started we're here, We're coming people. down. We're coming down to the if final moment for us. Get down here. So, 20 bucks. You can Lenny, we got to get out in the crowd. we got to be amongst the I people. Know. This is the biggest crowd we've had here. I, I don't know that it's all racing, but... Uh, uh, I don't know. Bodies is doing real well. It's got nothing to do with the final 32 in <laughs> NCAA basketball, of course. <laughs> I don't think they're they got to us. Believe it or not, we got a big fire department contingent here. No, there is. If you look out, there is. This whole group here is like a whole bunch of EMT course people that I know. And <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. Bree's yeah, got uh, some people, our friends oh, here from the EMT course. And, you know, we got Bob Miller out there and, and uh, yeah. Bob is out there. And, hey, all let's, right. just cut, let's just get to a couple of things yeah. that, that are going on before we get up here. Joe Hunter this year, June 10th. June at, 10th. Wait, it's June 10th. Not just at June 10th. At, at West Sable, June West 10th. Sable. So West Sable, we should have we broached the subject uh, with Gary, but then we'd have to extend this to 10 o'clock. So right, right, we got right. off that. Yep. But, yeah, at West Sable. Now, Gary has been jonesing to have a tournament, a motorized tournament at this West Sable since they put in that track. This is it. This is the prelude to the county. That's it. That's it. <laughs> but now so, he's, he's yeah. getting one of the best drills of the year. Well, well, you know, you know what's going to happen if this goes well. Big <laughs> <laughs> drill. No. No, it'll never be state no, drill, but it'll definitely be county drill. Absolutely. <laughs> but, you know, also about the Joe Hunter this year, I think they're bringing it back old school where it's only going to be the top ten, and it's not going to be everybody's score. I mean, explain, 19 teams scored. Explain. Explain the top ten. The top ten is the top ten in points at the end of the day. Top ten from in the, in, New York in, state, in, drill. the state drill. From the state, state drill. drill. Now, this year, 19 teams scored. That would have been like the second biggest drill of the year <laughs> if you have all of them show up. Right. So, they, they, they I, I talked to Matt Spinelli. Right. And they definitely went back to limiting it to the top ten at the New York State Drill. Right. And I, we can give you that. Yeah, let's second. see who's Even in though it. I know there's a couple that are not going, and I don't know if they're bringing in people to fill their spots. I know Henrietta was just outside, and they've been jonesing for to someone come. else to uh, <laughs> drop out. So if you were looking at a, at a true top ten, obviously West Sable, West Hempstead, North Lenny, Islip, and Linhurst, there's your top five. CI, 6.7. I know points coming. Bayshore, 8. East Isop, 9. Hicksville, 10. 
So in points, it would be top seven in points because they were tied. Now, yeah, they but were it would be Hicksville and up. Henrietta in the A spot. But I do know Bayshore's not attending. So I know Henrietta was trying to get one of those spots. And I think there might have been one or two other teams not attending. Bayshore not going to the attending. show? So wow. I think Henrietta, at least they were trying to talk Spinelli into it, letting them jump in. Uh, you still have, as a host... Actually, they're all gone for the most part. I don't think the Hornets are running. South Hempstead not running. No. Um, North Lindy will be running, I think. Yeah. And oh, uh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. you have the possibility. I don't know what Hicksville, they're going. Then you got Henrietta, Manhattan, and even Deer Park with the outside shot if enough teams don't go. I know uh, Levittown, oh, who also scored. We didn't even talk about Levittown. Levittown scored in the state drill last year. Yeah. But they're down in the number uh, 17 spot. Yeah, so, probably not uh, making it. No, I don't think they they need a lot of people not show up like the whole tournament. So yeah, so little little old school flavor to the Joe, but a new school track. Interesting. So that should be interesting. It's going to be interesting because that's uh, like I said before. Like you know, Gary's always really wanted something there, and uh, so that's a Friday night again, guys. It's it's a no no it's Saturday it's, at yeah. two p.m. Oh, it's a Saturday. Okay, two p.m. You'll be racing on Main Street, basically. Of no I problems mean, with the neighbors, I hope. No, I guess no problems that out. they haven't had before. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so it, it, I think it's going to be very, very interesting, and honestly, I think it's going to be really fun. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, a, it's a great facility, anybody that's been over there. And, um, and let's just talk about the upcoming state show. This year, we didn't talk about it at all. This year, Hempstead, we only got like three minutes left. Hempstead, yep. hopefully the new track surface is going to be down, hosted yep. by West Hempstead. Give me your rundown of how the uh, the water pressure, as we know, Disneyland and all that other stuff, does that affect the outcome of this drill? I mean, last year you go to Main Transit, it was almost the opposite. The way the gate was running, the times <laughs> went the other way, and the teams that were hitting it weren't. Could it be the teams that are not going to, you know, how's that going to work? Again, experience. To me, experience is going to be the key. Track sense. To, 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 well, track sense, but all, uh, track sense is different than... Experience. The racing experience ah. at Hempstead. Hempstead is, what happened you know, it could be fire hose rodeo. But 90% of the teams you know. are not going to know how the truck track stops when you come in that day. All right. No, oh, Joe so what happens with the new surface? You stop on a dime. Now you're way back from the hydrant. Yeah, that's... Because you you're trying your to be run. back anyway. You know what? As a driver, you run your run that day. All right, you so bring it, you run it. And if it's a little warmer, it's I'm a little warm. If it's a little cooler, they got to make it up. It's, it's going to work for everybody. We, all know, we all know at Hempstead, the water's real fast. The question you asked, Paul, is how is it going to affect teams? The teams with the really talented athletic nozzle men knew it. are going to win. It's very simple. We you all know, know it's you the toughest so about We've only got 30 training. seconds to talk about no, it, so it I threw it in now. Because you have like a 25-foot circle from the nozzle <laughs> line that you guys can go through. <laughs> anyway, go and you got three shots <laughs> at it. Cement the coupling to the pavement. Three and we'll even shot. hit it And we got to be on the pin. Three shots. you got like a, it's like a 20-foot circle if you're dropped and you're uh, good. This and is you don't know where it's going to be. I can almost drop the mic. If you don't have the hydrant man, the nozzle man don't matter. That's oh, where it's going to go. That's true. Yeah. But I could do the driver you know thing. I could bring the driver thing into this. Somebody's got to stop the clock. <laughs> Listen, and I'm not saying anything. I'm the only going to bring up a team because they don't race anymore, and I'm not trying to offend oh, anybody. here we go. But if Glenwood had the best nozzle man in the world, we'd never know. That's the whole point of this whole thing. True. 
You sure. wouldn't know. That's a damn. That's oh, oh Lenny Silent. That's a mic drop. Lenny's, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we're <laughs> in here before he's got an answer, please. <laughs> so you guys, right, check, you can continue arguing right. on the group. You can I go got, out and do whatever you want. No, don't I got me. three words oh, for you. Come on, to be continued. All right, oh, I'll go with that. All right. So, all right. Uh, Fred, are we almost done with this? I, I'm going to thank uh, uh, John Stevens for listening, because I believe he's the only one out there. <laughs> so I want to thank John. And yeah. uh, if anybody else is out there listening or going to listen in the future, Mark I know is listening too. We're, we're gonna, we appreciate uh, you hanging in there with us. If you listen at a later date, don't get too frustrated with us. We, this is kind of off the cuff tonight. Sean Brody, please uh, guard your phone. Don't lose your phone at, at rest please. stops. Do not you do. lose your phone. Yeah. All right, so we're doing some And the some favors practice. you did to that man <laughs> and his whoa, dog. Whoa. And the midget. What was the name? I don't know. All right. <laughs> and Bridget the Midget. Two Bridget. All right, we got to go. All right. All right. Thank you, Patty. You know, we talk about this. We, did we, we talk about this at Man Fest, but you guys don't show up. All right. It's another show. You've got to be a man to show up oh, at Man Fest. I said I wasn't coming. No. Not at the last minute. blue. All right. Uh, yeah, we want to thank Fatty McGee's. Uh, yes. We want to thank Eric. We want to thank the Suffolk County Drill Team uh, officials. We want to yep. thank Derek. We want to thank Dom. Yeah. We want to thank Gary. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we had anybody else on. I'll thank we? Fred. Why of not? Course we we got to thank Fred. Freddy Fred Bensonbanger. Fred Bensonbanger. Chris Murphy. Band. Yeah, not so much. Not so much. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Lenny, Scott, myself. I have to say, Chris and I worked real hard getting the uh, server up for the website. All right. All right. Thank you, on Chris. That. That's a downer, brother. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> 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 Thank you for those that are listening. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Enjoy your night. <laughs>